Support for For The Players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FTP at au.manscaped.com. If my math is correct, and it might just be, that's about 8 million balls. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For The Players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast of 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can. Come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record the show live. You can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching us on uh, the YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment and if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop as well as our merchandise store of course the conversation shop we can buy shirts and other sort of shit with our logos on it or you can help support the brands that help support us just like manscaped if you head over to au.manscaped.com use the promo code ftp save yourself 20 percent off and get yourself some free worldwide shipping but we'll have more things to say about that a little bit later now, for those playing at home, uh, we are not streaming live this week, Max, because it's it's been a busy weekend for the lot of us. Yeah. Like, we originally had plans to record on the Saturday. Now, now look, for those that are listening on the Monday, because all of you are, because we're not going live, none of this is relevant to you, because like, well, what does it matter? You didn't, you didn't go live on Twitch. Well, I listen on Mondays anyway, look, regardless. So, yeah, Max and I had a bit of a busy weekend. We had original plans to record on the Saturday, which then got moved. Which then we're looking maybe early to early today on the Sunday. Nah, that got moved, <laughs> and we settled at approximately seven p.m. on a Sunday evening. <laughs> but yeah, we've we've both been off doing things over over the, over the weekend. Max, where have you been? What caused you to delay the show? And then what, I'll tell you what I caused me to delay the show. <laughs> well, uh, I had a trip up to Melbourne on Saturday, so yesterday at time of recording. Uh, my mum's back down to visit from Queensland, so we decided to pick her up. And because it was an early flight, we're like, hey, let's go to the aquarium. My kid's super into fish at the moment. She's all about that Finding Dory and that Finding Nemo. So, uh, yeah, we went to the aquarium uh, yesterday, and Hadley just did not give two shits about any fish that wasn't Dory. Yeah, You could uh, you could find my kid the second you walk into the aquarium, because you could hear her be like, Dory! Yeah, <laughs> and she was super pumped. It was awesome. She like she didn't care about the rest of the aquarium at all. And then on the way out, she bought this like red turtle. But not not even a dory, like a, 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 
No, it was like it's like a bright pink squirt turtle from. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so there's still the connection. There's still the connection. All right, that's like, fair. And she's been all about this turtle for like the last 24 hours. Yeah. Ja- yeah. So when I took James to the zoo a couple of weeks ago, uh, he was the same with the spider and monkey that we bought, as I think we discussed. Like he just was attached to those things for a, like a week. Very, very so that was pretty cool. How did you enjoy the aquarium? Obviously, it must have been great to uh, see Hadley fucking love it so much. Yeah, like that that experience was awesome. Um, it was it was all right. Um, it's, it's the only it's only the second time in my entire life I've been to an aquarium. Mm. My first experience was an aquarium in Japan when I was over there, and like they had a lot of like. To be fair, the Melbourne Aquarium had this, but it was very small. Uh, you have the section where you can walk through and there's just like tanks surrounding you above you and all that. That's cool. Whereas in Japan, like all of it is that. Oh. Um, you know, some of the cool interactive activities in the in the Melbourne Aquarium's all right. But it was fucking packed. Yeah. Like, no one was wearing a mask and it was gross. And Yeah, you got, it, you got it COVID. Is, it, is, it is super. I mean, I was wearing a mask. <laughs> it was like super not pram friendly this oh dude it was a nightmare like for instance one of the because uh, it has a, a below two below one a ground level a, a level one level two so we're like I oh, will take the pram down to, to, to the bottom and we'll work our way up now these are like three people max in these elevators they're tiny and we we got in and we have the pram me and Ali because my mum my and my sister have taken Hadley to walk because they wanted to walk. I'm like, that's cool. And then it's a double-sided elevator. So people from the other side walked in with their pram and, and a single woman. And then another family tried to fit their pram in and their four kids at once. I'm like, I just look at them. I shook my head and I stood in front of the door. I'm like, you can't get in. There's not enough room. And then hit the door close button. I'm like, there's COVID. None of you fucks are wearing masks and personal space. And like, there's literally a sign that says one group per elevator ride. Like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. I, have I mentioned I hate people? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't before, certainly a worldwide pandemic would uh, do so. Yeah. But apart from that, it was fine. That's good. Very expensive. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's, it's funny. Like, kids, like, like my kid got in for free because she's two and under. But then apparently as soon as they turn three, it's like 40 bucks. And it's like, okay, that, that escalated real quick. Yeah. I guess three-year-olds are more prone to breaking shit, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you get up to this weekend? Uh, I had a bit of an interesting weekend. Uh, so Saturday, so yesterday time of recording, uh, I took my son to go see Sonic 2. Uh, so he was, he is a big fan of, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yes. (laughs) I I could, I I tried, I tried to think of a funnier name, but Mike, that kind of fucking nailed it. Um, so, cause he really enjoyed the first Sonic movie and he loves things that go fast for some reason, which I'm sure is only, only be a concern when he's a teenager. Uh, so I was like, cool, let's go to the movies. We haven't, we haven't taken him to the movies since Toy Story 4. Mostly because of pandemics. Also, because I know very well that my son uh, would be the worst uh, at sitting still. Did you take him to the the kids theater at 
village? No. They have like slides and play shit. To- no, because like, he he would have had he focused on that instead of the movie and then bingo he just run on the he'd run on the slide for two and a half hours or however long the movie was <clears throat> so we went to just the standard reading um which was fine we got a we got to see it off to the side because i like to sit off to the side anyway i hate being in those big fucking rows in the middle i can't stand it um but yeah the movie was okay uh it sort of took what the first one did and added to it you know you see tails and knuckles you know the chaos emeralds get involved uh, it's cool. Like, you know, Jim Carrey's just chewing up scenery as he does, which is brilliant. Uh, yeah, look, it's actually really good. I, I didn't like come out of it like ecstatic, but I was like, oh, that's, it's a film. It's a film. Yeah. The CG was good. It was a bit long. Mm. Um, but other than that, it was like, it was fine. James enjoyed himself for most part, <clears throat> but there was clearly a line when he went, uh, and then started like not seeing his seat and whatever. And then about five ish minutes later, a bunch of other kids got in a very similar position. It was almost collective uh, uh, like across the across the cinema as people as a bunch of children were just like this is uh you know, really too long for all the children. So that's cool. But he had also been awake since like five thirty for some damn reason and uh he was knackered. So he nearly fell asleep in the movie at some point. So then he obviously got his second wind and that second wind was the energy. So then we finally got, when we left, we got back and he just proceeded to die on the couch because he was just cranky. So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and then I get an SMS <clears throat> from, from Jem, uh, you know, co-host of The Young and the Wrestlers, when it, when it, when it does record. Uh, Shoots message going, hey, I have got, I have received a phone call this morning. I'm needed to MC uh, a local promotion, the promotion in Geelong. Um, I'm nervous as shit. Can you come? And I was like, I really wasn't planning on going. Like, I didn't really want to. Um, but sure, look, fuck it. If, like, if, she's like, I'll get you on the door. She doesn't pay anything. I'm like, sick. I'm not paying anything. Fine. No harm. <clears throat> and my time is worth nothing. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. I am I am worth nothing at the best of times. Um, so my time is just as expendable and or useless. So went over. Uh, and what was supposed to be me just there to, to support Jem and just to watch the show essentially went. So the two of the, two of the people that uh, essentially the, the <clears throat> they are the standard ring crew for almost every wrestling promotion in the state. Uh, they're the ones that drive around. They drop the ring off and whatever, whatever. <coughs> so it's the same ring crew or ring leads as uh, DMZU, the show that I normally do. <coughs> so uh, the owner of this promotion was chatting to those ring crew. And they were like, yeah, look, shit, you know, the people that were going to get to originally film the show, they've not been able to show up, whatever, whatever. Um, I don't know what to do. And then, because it's the same people that DM, the same people as DMDU, like they know me. And Mel just looks over and goes, Ryan knows how to film stuff. I'm like, I do? I do. Why? <laughs> Next thing you know, I filmed an entire, I filmed an entire evening's worth of wrestling. I went there. Look, my time is so useless, worthless to me, apparently. I didn't get paid. I didn't pay anything. I just gave someone my time I've never met before in my entire life. 
And then in the night, I proceeded to help pack down the ring because I knew how to do it. And the other people there seemed a bit sloppy. So I was like, I'm just going to help you do it. <laughs> so I just helped pack down a ring instead to get it done in like less time. So that was my Saturday evening. Uh, and then today, Sunday, uh, is WrestleMania. WrestleMania day one. So I had a friend of the show, Craig, Jim, uh, Ange, friend of the show, at that guy Ange on Twitch, uh, and Josh. Josh Saunders, ex, ex for the players host, uh, and along with Dylan Bowden, former pop pop scene member, creator, founder, along with Josh and myself. So it was good. It was like getting the it was like getting the gang back together. It was a ton of fun. Uh, it was really really cool. The it, the day one of Mania kind of hit better than it probably should have. If I'm being honest, uh, you know Cody Rhodes did debut. So the former. AEW EVP is now back at WWE and it popped like crazy. It was awesome. Star Stone Cold Steve Austin had his fight or what would he's claimed to be his final match. So he never really got to have a final match. So when he retired 19 years ago, he did it based solely on uh, health. They went, you can't wrestle anymore. So he didn't get a final match. Just like you can't now stop. So this is kind of his way of having a final match. So it was at WrestleMania. It was in Texas where he's from. So it ticked all the boxes and he went like he did such a good job for a dude that hasn't wrestled in like 19 years. Max, I don't know about you. If I stopped doing something for 19 years, probably never going to do it again. Especially if it's physically demanding. But no, Stone Cold Steve Austin did a fantastic job. So then tomorrow, uh, I wasn't going to take the day off work for day two of WrestleMania. But then Craig goes, hey, man, I've got annual leave for Monday for Mania. Can you get it off? And I happen to be sitting next to Paris, who's my boss. Uh, so the, one of the you know, co-creator of Gamer. So I turned to I turned to him and I go, hey, like, hey, man, can I have uh, Monday the 4th of um, April off? He just looked at me and went, I don't fucking care. So I, I was like, sick. So, hey, Craig, I got Monday off. Uh, Monday. Where the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. So it's, it's been a lot of wrestling uh, this weekend, which tends to be most of my weekends, if I'm being honest. This is mostly a lot of wrestling. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my weekend. And, um, yeah. Other than that, how, how, how have you been, man? Like I know, as you talked about last week and- you had loss in your family and, and stuff like that. How were you how were you this week? Yeah, this week's been alright. It's um it's just been a week. <laughs> yeah. Um work's pretty hectic at the moment. Um but yeah. It's good. It's keeping me busy. Um but yeah, it it, it honestly has just been a pretty regular regular week this week. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I've had a pretty gnarly brain week, so I'm just glad it's the end of it. <laughs> Just yeah, well, but saying that, just because it's Sunday, transitioning to Monday doesn't mean my brain will get any any nicer to me. But um, yep, yeah, I, oh, I have nothing else that, to add. That, daylight savings screwed me. Yeah, fuck that noise. I mentioned that because my my kid woke up at quarter past six, thinking it was quarter past seven, and then at eleven o'clock she got like irrationally angry, and then I realized now she pro- she's probably hungry because it's lunchtime for her now, and then. Tonight at six o'clock, because normally she goes to bed at seven o'clock on the dot. At six o'clock, she was just a cranky mess. I'm like, you are not going to bed now because she'll be up way too early. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, fuck. So, fuck down. Yeah. 
But the, the point <coughs> is, it will still be dark when I get home tomorrow. <laughs> Rather than coming home and like, as all bright, it's weird. Times. Yeah, but look in some t- in some part of the week, Max. I imagine we sat down, we played some games. Now, I myself, I didn't play many games. I dived a little bit into Weird West, which we have talked about. Uh, we talked about having. We haven't talked about the game itself. We'll have more to say. Probably not this week. Well, very likely next week. We did have the game for a little while, um, but admittedly, I'd been trying to get through Horizon, so I kind of was like, I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. And then eventually the embargo date hit. I'm like, fuck. All right. Uh, we'll have to keep waiting because I'm going to have I'm gonna need to get through Horizon. And then work got busy and life got busy. And I just didn't want to play games. I didn't really want to do anything. So I was like, oh, I'll get to it eventually. But uh, I know you have d- dove back into Horizon Forbidden West as well. Now, I've, I've gushed and, you know, I'm about two missions off the end now, like literally. Um, so I'm I'm... Very happy with where I'm going at it, but uh, you did jump away because it wasn't landing for you. Has that changed? I mean, I mean, I mainly jumped away because of Elden Ring, and now that I've finished with that, I've, I've been dabbling in a lot of stuff this week. But Horizon Forbidden West is is still not doing it for me at the moment, so. Can, are you are you getting better at knowing what it is that you that's not landing? It's it's very much the fact that I I want to the the story I still haven't gotten deep enough in the story for this plateau to have finished for yep. it to actually be going somewhere. But I'm also I found I find myself not interested in a lot of the side quests. Mm. Like I'm not I'm not, I, do, I find the auxiliary characters not overly exciting or interesting that are just like the the mundane npcs in it in a oh yeah yeah, yeah. that are like that <clears throat> hey go kill this herd of x monsters uh x robots and then come back and i'll give you something because at the end of the day you're just doing that to gain levels to gain health so you can go and do the next story beat yeah so i've jumped in and admittedly i have now dropped the the Drop the difficulty all the way down to campaign. Yeah. Oh, you did uh, mention that. And hopefully that's going to alleviate the issue of every time I do a story quest, I feel like I have to do four side missions to keep of level. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just like the games. Like I enjoyed the first one and this is more of the same, but for some reason, this is just not <coughs> me the way Forbidden West, uh, sorry, Zero Dawn did. Mm. And like you know, the game looks stunning. Uh, the audio design is fantastic. You can kind of, you know, especially in combat, you can you can know where everything is without actually having to look on the screen. Or if the things are behind you, you can tell where behind you they are. Uh, I found some of the decisions of um, I f- the the combat seems more straightforward now. Like in the first game, you seem to have been able to lay a lot more traps and uh, trip lines. In uh, then in in this one, you seem very restricted. Um, that's not too bad for me because, uh, spoiler alert, I'm only using the, 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 the disco stick as I refer to it. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just not hitting the same. And, and, and I'm hoping the story picks up and I'm hoping that now the fact that I don't have to stop doing story content every, what feels like five minutes to go and do, uh, arduous fetch quests. Hopefully that will, you know, help me get through it. But um, yeah, I've maybe put 
an hour into it this week. Uh, I've spent a lot of time with Destiny 2, uh, trying to reach that power level cap, doing all those pinnacle drops, uh, all those exotic quests, all that fun stuff. I've do- I dove back into Returnal because of the new update. I've been playing a lot of multiplayer uh, co-op Returnal, <clears throat> which is super fun. Uh, the tower, the tower of Sisyphus, is still kicking my ass. I haven't managed to break through uh, as the second phase, uh, which is which is fine. I'll keep at it. It's one of those when I've got a little bit of time, I'll, I'll pick it up and, and have a run. And then lastly, I jumped back into GT to claim that the free million credits that uh, that we got for all the da- the server downtime and being able to, unable to play the game due to it being a live service title down for maintenance it means you can't play it at all the game's fine i think i, I did the same thing as you i fiddled with the like the assisted controls a little yeah. bit to try and get tighter times on some of those time trials uh, i still super want to to buy a steering wheel oh even yeah. though i don't play the game enough to warrant it i still want one yeah. i think i would be much better at the game with with one the game's cool i bought um bought a fancy car with with my uh, with my million so a lot of the earlier races were kind of a cakewalk as they're all driving like ford focuses and i have like this sweet dodge viper <laughs> <laughs> just clearing the track they're like race to win this mini i'm like oh, i've got this mini easy <laughs> um but yeah other than that i've kind of just been dabbling in this and that it's, yeah. it's been a pretty weird week rocket league had a an amazing uh and I'll use the term amazing very loosely, what I assume is a uh, April Fool's Day mode where they turn your Rocket League car into a three-wheeler. So if you turn too sharply, your car just rolls. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why not? Which is kind of cool. But um, yeah, other than that, I haven't really been playing too much. It's been a, it's just been one of those weeks where I'm kind of like, eh, at the yeah. end of my day. Yeah. I think it's the change of the season is a big part of that as well. It's been a bit of a shitty week. But yeah, look, as I said, outside of myself playing Horizon, uh, that's pretty much it. I said, I'm right at the back end. Uh, I have seen pretty much everything. Uh, I have... uh, What is fascinating, actually, in terms of the story is who you think... I think I talked about this previously. Like, who you think the the bad guy is, who the main villain is... Uh, at the beginning of the game, you learn very quickly that they're not. And then even at the end, when you confront who you thought was villain A, turns out they're fucking, uh, instead of, you know, A story villain, they were B story villain. Because like, oh, okay, the main story villain is this other individual. Okay. Then what was the whole fucking first part of the game for? It was just set up until these people arrived, I guess? Um, All right, cool. I still think the 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 villains that are now the A story villain, I was like, oh well, they are better and they are cooler, so that does check out. But you know, it's just like, mm, mm, yeah, game's fine. Though. Other than that, I'm playing a whole bunch. Uh, but before we do jump in to the news, Max, there is a section where we got to hawk some shit. I have to press a button over here. Where is that button? Hang on, where is it? Where is it? But, uh, 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 where is that button? Am I looking in the wrong spot? I am looking in the wrong spot because it is, in fact, right. Nope. 
Could I fix it? Oh, no, I've just made it so much worse. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. What have I done, Max? What have I done? I don't know. You're in charge of pushing the button, mate. I am. There we go. Done. You have one job. Push the button. Yeah. Look, I'm, I don't know how you <clears throat> fucked that up. I can tell you exactly how I fucked that up because I did. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. That's a, it's as simple as that. I just, just did. Anyway, here's time for some ads. <laughs> so recently, uh, we were kindly being supported by the team over at Manscaped. That's Manscaped. Uh, au.manscaped.com. They have provided us a, a promo code for yourself, lovely people, listeners at home, to go and k- tidy up your front areas, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, so that includes the lawnmower 4.0. Oh, it's not. A, it's not there. It's in my bathroom. Unrelated. It's not behind me. <laughs> someone recently. <laughs> someone. No. See, I think I, uh, it's still in there. Cause I, I don't know what I talked about last week. I tried to do my back hair with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I just haven't put it back on the shelf. Classic. Yeah. So there's of course there's the lawnmower 4.0, which is you know one of the best precision devices to trim your body hair, not just your front area, as you say, your back hair, your face hair, your chest hair, your arm hair, your your pit hair. If you were someone that did your pits, uh, whichever. But of course there's, there's there is also the premium formulations, which is the shampoo, the body, the body wash, the deodorant, the chapstick, even all those different things are there as well. Uh, Max, have you got anything anything to discuss about Manscaped this week, apart from us both shamelessly well, actually, bra- being branded today? It's funny you mention it. I actually, this morning, I, um, my family and I, like my mum, my sister, my, we took my daughter out to the trampolining place, and we were supposed to be going out for lunch afterwards, and, you know, once you go trampolining, you get all hot and sweaty. Yeah. And we get back, and they're, they're like, hey, we don't really have a lot of time. I'm like, look, I, need, I just need five minutes. Went into my bathroom, grabbed my crop mop, shimmied my bo- my sweaty ball, <laughs> and I was ready to rock and roll. Ah, <laughs> uh, so the, for for context, the crop mops are manscaped. They they kind of like they're literally ball wipes. They're, they're, ball they're wipes. moist how they are, they're moist how they lets for your dick area. Oh, they are, they are so good. They are so good. They trample. <laughs> they, they are. <laughs> they are the best Enough. thing for a post trampoline afternoon. Post Post-tram- trampoline's ball sweat. It's <laughs> what they're good for. <laughs> if that's not the best sell, I don't know what is. But yeah, as we said, if you head over to au.manscape.com, use the promo code FTP, save yourself 20%, 20% off and get free worldwide shipping. You too could have a very quickly and uh, ki- kindly mopped down front area post your trampoline experience <laughs> anyway max yeah, seriously, they're really good yeah i have some <laughs> all, I, all, I, jokes, all jokes aside they are brilliant <laughs> i have some i've uh i've used them once i think but there we go anyways let's get in the sexual inform the players we tell you about what happened this week in playstation max yeah, big one yeah let's kick off with the big news there's an all-new PlayStation Plus coming, Ryan. After all the, the teasers, the leaks, and the, the semi, you know, the pundits taking their, their stab at what it's going to be, Sony has officially announced what Spartacus is all about. 
As rumoured, there are three tiers. Well, four technically if you live in a country that doesn't already have PlayStation PlayStation now, but we'll get to that. First off, we have the PlayStation Plus Essential. This is the PlayStation Plus we have and love today. Same price, nothing's changing. Then we have the PlayStation Plus Extra, which is $40 US more a year. And it has all the bennies of the Essential tier, plus a catalogue of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games. These games will be downloadable to play. Then we have PS Plus Premium, which will be $20 US more than the extra tier. We'll have all 60 the bucks US extra a year. Yeah. We'll have all the bennies from the essential and extra tiers. And we'll add up to 340 additional titles, including PS3 games, streaming only, a catalog of classic games from PS1, PS2, and PSP, download or stream, and we'll offer cloud streaming for PS1, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games that are offered in the extra tier, but is only available in countries with PlayStation Now access. And lastly, they will also come with time-limited game trials. However, PlayStation Plus Deluxe is for all those countries, like us, without access to PlayStation Now. It will be the premium offering without the streaming capabilities at a reduced cost. There has been no word on what that reduced cost is. If you already have a PlayStation Now subscription, you will be uh, converted to the PlayStation Plus Premium with no price change. This is set to launch in June. So this is amazing. So this this week, last week, there had been essentially three collective rumors that were going about. They're like, because uh, even uh, kind of funny as uh, Greg Miller. Uh, was like, hey, we're delaying our position pod because there are three stories that I've heard and I don't know when they're all dropping. I have reasons to believe they're all going to drop before this date. Therefore, I'm going to go with it and we're going to hold the show. Turns out only one of them came came to fruition, which was the announcement of, of uh, PlayStation Spartacus, which is what it was originally called. PlayStation Plus Premium. Uh, it's interesting that it, it, it's pretty much beat for beat exactly what was reported months ago at this stage, which does make me wonder. I think the prices were slightly cheaper then. Yeah, I think they were actually. Yeah. But even then there would have been, so there were kind of estimates anyway. But other than that, it's pretty much exactly what we expected. Um, I, I, it's good to hear that they are taking into account people like us here in Australia who don't have PS now which I all think is still kind of weird. I, We must have a cumulative average better internet now than we ever have before. Like xCloud's here, right? So why can't PS now be? But also saying that though, I fucking have no interest in streaming games um, to me. Uh, I, I fucking download them. I'm going to download them. And the only key reason is because the PS3 cell architecture was so stupid that they literally cannot emulate it uh, efficiently. Uh, outside of um, emulation, outside of like hardware emulation, which is essentially what they're doing by streaming it to you, they're emulating it on a, essentially a, ba- <laughs> a bunch of PS3 jammed in a warehouse somewhere. I think I made a joke that there was like billions of PlayStation 3s sitting in a warehouse running your PS3 games on PlayStation now for you. It's very, it's like you say that, but it's also almost exactly how it's being done. So that's that's kind of cool. Um, it's interesting that they that like your PS Now. Oh, oh, sorry, if you, sorry. If you have PS Now, it bumps you up to PS Plus Premium. All right, cool. So it just goes, yeah, I already got it. Here you go. So like for us, I, I guess, guess they're separate entities anyway, because you still have to pay for PlayStation Plus, 
and PlayStation Now on top of it. Yeah. And it's probably equates out to being the same cost as what premium is. Yeah. So they just roll your services into one. Yeah, look, and that part's pretty what cool. I'm already paying for it. What my, what my big question is, is I think I have about three years worth of PlayStation Plus at the moment. Because mm. every time it goes on sale, I'll buy a year. Because I know I'm going to use it. So am I going to get... Is there going to be an upgrade option where I pay a couple of dollar dues to upgrade to the next tier? Or am I going to have to, like, cancel my membership type thing get a refund to my wallet and then repurchase it or I can't what I wonder I'm, what I wonder what that stitch is going to be what I foresee is more than likely uh the a you have x amount of ps plus a dollars accumulated mm. uh how you choose to distribute that is up to you so you can go in there and go hey you've got three years of ps plus Basic, bitch, up your sleeve. What's it called? PS Plus. PS Plus Essential. So you have PS Plus Essential sitting there ready to go. Uh, however, if you if you choose to upgrade to PS Premium, uh, you are going to have... Uh, You'll lose half of it. Yeah, you, it's, it's going to go to 1.5 years. You're like, oh, okay. Well, it gives me an estimated renewal time, et cetera, et cetera. That's how I see it doing it from a dollar value. That's fine. Um, the big question though, Max, because obviously the major selling point here of these upper tiers is all in that backwards compatibility. What do you need to see in this game library to make it worth your dollars? I think that's the other thing. Like, I always have this, oh, I'd love to play this again, I'd love to play this again. But I don't. I very rarely go to my back, you know, my, my back catalog of games that I've played before to replay them. And, like, as much as I love to say that I that I enjoy story over like visuals more they don't they just don't look pretty anymore and it's hard to be like yeah i'll totally go back and play but it's also it's not just visual it's just it's just quality of life improvements the games have received since they came out like you know what was 25 years ago games are very very different until i see a list of games coming to the service for now I think I'm going to stick with PlayStation Plus Essential. Look, I'll give it a go at least the first month or so. But eh, fuck it. Let's pump it up and see how it goes. But then the other thing, the extra tier gives you access to PS4 and PS5 games. Like, there's not that many PS5 games out at the moment. Like, exclusive games. Yeah, I think it's more of an ongoing. And I know that in the lineup, uh, there was... um, I think I'll put it in our chat. I forgot to put it in the, the, the news section. But I believe that they have named some of the titles coming at launch, and that will be oh, uh, yeah. Death, Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. Now, they're pretty good games. Um, obviously, none of them are new, but they're not exactly... It's it's nice to see some well a lot of first party titles in that list. Yeah, so essentially what was came out of this was that unlike uh, Xbox Game Pass, uh, Sony will not be doing the day and date releases of their first parties. Which to me, perfect sense. I still agree that is the best decision for them to make. Um, the the uh, the the perception that Sony must uh, do that in order to be competitive is simply wrong. 
because I have said it before and I will say it again. I do believe that the day, the day and date, uh, does actually devalue a lot of games. I believe, um, it, it not in a literal dollar sense, but I mean, in terms of a public perception. And I do believe in a market like this, perception is king, uh, in that, that first week, those first couple weeks. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some games that people wouldn't have touched, but they did because it's on Game Pass. But I'm starting to feel that's becoming less and less prominent. Like Ape Out did it. Uh, Outriders sort of did it. I'm sure there was other ones. But you know what I mean? Like that, that the idea that like, oh, something cool will come to Games Pass and because it's free, we'll all play it and we'll all love it. Less and less, uh, I feel, feel that's becoming a thing. So it's, it, it almost, to me, goes, all right, well... People are using it just to, to not buy the games that they normally would. They're not using it to be that curated system that they thought that they once believed it to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's just my own opinion, and ve- probably very much um, accidentally biased uh, mindset. Because I guess because of my echo chamber and the people that I associate with, I'm not seeing them talk about it, so I'm, I can't talk about the the the, gro- the greater, bigger consensus, of course. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. you know, it's part of it anyway. But, uh, yeah, yeah, look, it's, for me, if I can play old Metal Gears again, sick. That's a big one. Uh, the old Silent Hill games, big ones, tick. Again, if they're on the list. If they're on that list. Now, of course, the only one that bums me out is I want to play Guns of the Patriots again, which is the PS3 one. I can't play it here. Ball bags. Goddamn PS now. All right, Max. It's moving on. Uh, just for for funsies, these next two stories are like meshed together. These two, yeah. All so right. if you want to take both of them, oh, oh, the rumor mills. Yep. All right, Dunskis. Yeah. All right. So, as we mentioned at the start, Max, there were a number of different stories that were rumored to be happening this week. One of them was the PlayStation were looking at acquiring. So, in a rare podcast appearance, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan had promised that more acquisitions were planned. This follows heavy rumors earlier in the weeks that just mentioned from industry pundits Greg Miller and Jeff Grubb, in which they alluded to, quote, a really big, end quote, buyout. Ever since Microsoft purchased Bethesda a couple of years back, companies have been racing to acquire studios for their empires, which has resulted in Sony snagging developers like Bungie, Housemark, and more. Quote, we're growing through acquisition, end quote, he told the PlayStation broadcast. Quote, we've acquired five studios through the course of 2021 and we're in, dis- we're in discussions with Bungie and we have more planned, end quote. More recently, PlayStation bought Canadian developer Haven Studios, although it had already signed a publishing agreement with, Je- with the Jade Raymond-led team. But there is, but these rumor mills, Max, as we touched upon. Speaking as part of Kind of Funny Games' daily, both Miller and GamesBeat scribe Jeff Grubb claim to have heard about the same thing. Grubb explained, quote, The third one is a very difficult to pin down because people can get word on acquisitions, but those who actually know are usually bound to not say anything, end quote. As the conversation develops, Grubb explains that he's heard it's big, and Miller interjects, quote, So we're sharing information here, but I've heard from two separate sources, one of them being a pool of people, that it's big. That it's really big. So it's like, okay, I'm going to delay the PS I Love You podcast and see if it happens this week. End quote. Max, 
Who do you think it is? Honestly, I don't know. Mm. Um, I would love to see, um, being being the huge Square fan I am, I would love to see them acquire Square. Um, I don't think that that's the case, although a, a few people have pointed out, um, I think it was uh, Player 2's Paul James, on the back end of uh, Square saying that all their games have underperformed and, underperformed and haven't met expectations uh, the timing seems right for them to be swooped up mm. and uh, pulled under the wing, but yeah, it's really hard to really hard to tell. You know, who else is left? Who else is out there that that not only is that would benefit Sony in a way, but would also be the right price? See, this, this is something that we speculated in the little in the chat that we have on the Facebooks. Uh, the one that came up was Warner Brothers. Now, this comes on the back of obviously having a Hogwarts state of play, a Hogwarts legacy state of play, kind of indicates something, really. So, outside of first parties or second party exclusive deals, Sony really hasn't done any any super focused state of play. So, that is an alarm bell. Well, not alarm bell, like a kind of, hmm, that's a little bit of smoke. Is there fire? Uh, and with the original plans from... A couple of a year ago of uh, of AT and T really wanting to move Warner Brothers games, uh, and they tried everywhere. Apparently, there was a bunch of bunch of debate and people throwing money around, but no deal seemed to land for some reason, which is a bummer. But there you go. So, I'm thinking it could be that. Now, I say that. Because with the loss of the Lord of the Rings license to Amazon, I believe, Mm -hmm. that suddenly decreases the value of WB's potential. Like Lord of the Rings is a huge license. Therefore, I imagine whatever price they were to pay, that would be a big part of it. Now, understandably, the Harry Potter or the Wizarding World license would be be huge here in conjunction with the DC license. uh, You know, when you're working off the back of like the Arkham games, the upcoming Suicide Squad game. Uh, the le- yeah, injustice, injustice as well. Uh, you know, Nether Realms, which is which would be gnarly considering uh, PlayStation now a part owner in um, in Evo. Yeah, having their involvement in the fighting community, ha- having Mortal Kombat involved would be uh, sorry, Nether Realms involved would be awesome. Uh, there's also the TT games, which are the Lego games. That's pretty cool. But by by the sounds, it looks as if there has some potential for Lego licensing to go away as well. Um, it was being it was something originally with 2K and Lego we talked about the last couple of weeks. So, like, the more you break it down, the more you go, okay, well, maybe Warner Brothers isn't worth as much money as you thought it was. It would It would be a huge pickup. I say that if they were... I would heavily speculate that they would treat it in the same way that Destiny and sorry and Bungie have been handled. Now we understand that Bungie did that as per their request, but now that that request has been made, that suddenly opens a very specific door that anyone that can go there can can, can negotiate that. Or maybe that's even part of the selling point now. Because what we're seeing is that Sony's approach to acquisitions is actually different 
to how Xbox and Microsoft are handling their acquisitions, where previously they were like games for everyone. They are now buying. They are now holding. They are now holding it to their chest. Sony, whose original business practices were that, appear to be going in a different path. Either they're not accusing to acquire a bunch of people, which we know to be true, uh, and instead focusing on smaller teams like the House Marks, etc., and your Nixus and and uh, you know, p- potential ones like Ray- uh, Haven. Uh, and then with Bungie, the biggest one of the biggest person, biggest acquisitions I've ever had, keeping it multi-plat, keeping it third party ish. Do you see them doing the same here? Even if they were to pick up Square, even if they were to pick up FromSoft as as an example, I've heard that one rumbling around as well. Uh, FromSoft is owned partially by a, um, a Chinese company. I'm pretty sure, so I don't think that's happening. Yeah, that's but, one um, I've heard the rumbles of though. I don't think so. I think Bungie has enough pulling power to be like, we're staying multi-platform mm. and you can either take it or leave it. I wonder, because it. I guess it depends on who approached who for that acquisition. Like, did did Bungie go to them and say, hey, we want you to invest in us, but this is going to happen? Or did Sony go to them and say, we want to buy you? And Bungie had the power of negotiation in that in that setting and went, you can... But here are our terms. Mm. Like it, it depends on what that situation is, and because obviously, you know, especially with Destiny being such a community-driven game, it would have hurt Bungie as a whole to be like, we are now exclusive to this platform. Yeah, and that seems counterintuitive to what they would be wanting to do. Whereas, um, if they purchased Warner Brothers. A lot of those games are. I wouldn't say a lot of those games are multiplayer, but you know there are there are certain amounts of of both single player and multiplayer games. They, I would imagine, were only third party because they were a third party. Um, they they were only everywhere because they didn't have that relationship with either mm. of the of the big players. So now that you know, if if they were to get purchased by PlayStation, they could, in theory, become. A, a, an exclusive without too much difficulty, I think. Yeah, so I'm just having a look at, at what they they own. So uh, a big part of it is the Batman, the Batman Arkham series, the Fear series, Injustice, Lego, uh, Middle Earth, Mortal Kombat, Scribblenauts. The studios include TT Games, which are known for the Lego, uh, Rocksteady, which is known for uh, DC, uh, Portkey, which is the big part of the Harry Potter, uh, Nether Realms, uh, Mortal Kombat, so the only Mon- monolith avalanche uh, avalanche software which did um they're doing the harry potter game currently but they also did like disney infinity and the mad max game so the only two games there that are multiplayer are the two fighting games which mm. probably wouldn't take too much of a hit from becoming exclusive well i guess yeah i guess like the sorry the greater discussion there is more around like do they do they want to be that guy and i don't think i don't think warner brothers has the power that bungie has to negotiate that into their buying contract if if oh the ones also this. we should point out that in terms of upcoming games they have that wonder woman game that was t that was announced they've got suicide squad kill the justice league of course the multiverses is one coming hogwarts legacy gotham knights uh lego star wars just dropped uh, Back for Blood. They were the, they were the uh, distribute distributor for I believe. Um, 
Yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot. And when you've been trying to be sold for like the better part of the last two mm. three years, you probably don't have that much bargaining power. No, like yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Like if they would have had bargaining power if they didn't try to move so hard before, like that's mm. the big giveaway. It's so, like yeah, it's yeah. like platinum now. Like you know how we were talking about last week, platinum were like, oh, can someone buy us? Please, someone buy didn't us. Didn't you hear that? Didn't you hear platinum announced nine new games this week? Really? Yeah, that's disgusting. Two days ago, actually. Ugh. But I no, mean I that in terms of like, so they're doing they're doing that pitch, and then suddenly goes, all right, well, how much are you worth it? They go, oh, we're worth this much. Like, no, you're not. You've been trying to sell yourself for like six months. Can't be shit. If you're worth what you think you're worth, then someone would have already bought you. Let's negotiate. But yeah, um, I was also oh, oh complete side note. The other thing was about PSVR two. That was the alleged third story and uh, blog. The blog dropped, I believe, about PSVR two. Possibly. Yeah, not a whole lot new info though. Nothing groundbreaking. But uh, we're talking about PS Plus before Max. It's not. Ha- it's not happening till June. What? Are you what? Do- my story? I am. I'm. I'm. I'm, no, I'm. I'm fucking. Trying to I'm trying me. to segue for you. So the idea is, look, we're not coming until June. What do we get this month? Ah, uh, look, the April PlayStation Plus titles are Hood Outlaws and Legends for PS4 and PS5, Slay the Spire on PS4, and SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, which is already available to download for free. A very uninspired month this month. Look, SpongeBob, although ton of fun. in saying that, Slay the Spire is one of my favorite games of all time. If you're a fan of roguelike games and card-based combat, Slay the Spire is great. Yeah, SpongeBob is great. I had a lot of fun playing it with the kid. Um, Hood, you picked up. Yeah, I've I've had Hood for the better part of like I, I think I bought it like day after it released. I played maybe three games of it. It's this weird capture the flag Robin Hood style game. Mm. I thought it was going to be better. I thought I was going to enjoy it a way more than I did. Uh, hopefully now it's easy to find a game. Yeah, with, with a bunch of added players, that's certainly uh, certainly going to happen. Yeah. And lastly, I'm going to steal this one because you because we amalgamated two stories for you. Nice. And I've literally put one sentence of dot point. Sony has filed a new trademark in Japan this week for Knack. Fuck Knack. <laughs> Look, Knack's fine. I I don't engage in the meme like Max is and Knack is the greatest game of all time. Blah, 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 blah. Well, not for me, but cool. I think I think Knack had did have the potential to be a really cool uh, mascot. I think it was missing a lot to really hit into the echelon of of a of a uh, of a mascot. Well, but what do you do? It's cool. Astrobot came in and stole Knack's thunder. It it really did. It really, really did. <laughs> But that does mean, Max, that I get to do them quick biddies. Yeah, that's fine. GTA 5 will be getting a physical next-gen release this month. So for those of you that want GTA 5 on your PS5 or your Xbox. Um, it's, it's still currently cheaper <coughs> to buy digitally. Yes, very much so. I think it's. I think it'll be cheaper to buy digitally after the initial sale wears off too. I'm going to come back to this one. Uh, Apex Apex Legends PS5 version is out now. Let's just skip to the bottom. <laughs> yep, and then I'm going to back upwards. Persona 5 is leaving the PS Plus collection on May 11th. Uh, no reason has been provided. Um, however, it could be potentially to replace it with Royal. Uh, with or, or also, 
Persona 5 coming to Xbox and, and Switch confirmed. Not really. Not at all. Don't say that. Uh, new PlayStation Studios Fire Sprite is hiring for a AAA horror game. Oh. Hashtag Silent Hill. E3 is completely cancelled. No physical or digital presence this year at all. Eat a dick. <laughs> okay. Hey. Uh, get and, ready for the longest quick bit of your life. <laughs> and, and finally, <laughs> Abandoned Dev, Blue Box Games, has says the game is still totally happening after missing the Q1 demo announcement. Now, this is on the back of uh, today, time of recording, the release of an episode of Sacred Symbols Plus, that's Colin Moriarty's PlayStation Podcast, where he interviews... Hassan Karama and uh, fuck this guy not Colin Colin's cool fuck Hassan Karama number of reasons one he's a full of shit and a giant scam artist and two he can't interview for shit so for someone that's supposed to be this smooth head of the studio he cannot complete a sentence in the space of 30 seconds, he said basically no less than 20 times, which is disgusting to me for a number of reasons. Like, I'm going to have a side tangent for a minute. There are a number of reasons why I don't, you know, don't like the term basically uh, for a number of, these are my reasons. One, it's a filler word. It's a word when, when people can't quite think of what it is, they use it as the filler. And without thinking of the connotations of what basically means. That's my point too. Using the term basically inaccurately makes you look arrogant as fuck. It makes you look like you, in order for the person you're speaking to to understand what you're saying, you have to go, look, basically it's this. Which implies that I think you're not smart enough to understand what I'm saying. Thirdly. If you say basically and you don't back it up with the simplified version of something, you just look also look like a fuckhead. If the conversation is, look, quantum mechanics is basically this. And then you proceed to say what quantum quantum mechanics is in its scientific definition. You have not provided a basic understanding of quantum physics. You just don't know how to phrase correctly. I have such a problem with the term basically. It's actually a trigger word for me. So bad. And I hate it. And then to hear him go, oh, basically, duh, 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 oh, basically. But he said it no more, like no less than three times in one sentence, in one phrase. Like if you were to write it out, commas and all, it would be so. I can understand he was nervous because Colin has, has gone on the record saying that if I get to talk to Mr. Karaman, I'm going to fucking grill his face in, which by all accounts, he appears to have not, have not done in the, uh, in the interview. He does, he, he presses on some buttons and, and sort of doesn't, without like calling him a lie to his face, you know. Um, but he also, because you, you were talking about if you were to play the, uh, the butt arm game, you would be hammered in eight minutes. The interview yeah. is disgusting. Like if you want, if he wanted to have this interview in order to try and make himself not look like an incompetent boob, he failed instantly. 
And he just said a whole bunch of nothing, really. Like, he, he opened up with, like, his first statement was, uh, I appreciate being able to come on here. I want to be I want to be clear. I want to be open uh, and be transparent and proceeds to not be that, like, instantly. It's full of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a hot mess. He, yeah, I... Because, you know, Colin points out the fact that he's like, you know, it's been almost an exact year from the time that the PlayStation blog dropped and when uh, the first teaser or whatever it was was released. And, you know, in the blog post, it was your original plan was to have this game out in 2021. It is now a year later in 2022. And all we've seen is a five second teaser that was 10 gig. Mm hmm. <laughs> And he has no answer. He's like, he's he was like, oh, you know, gamers. It's it's. What did he say? I don't. Obviously, what I'm going to say is a paraphrase, but it it was similar to that of. I don't think it's ready to be shown yet, and gamers uh, will always remember the first thing they see of a game, and if it looks rough now, they're going to assume it's going to be rough forever. Or something to... Not exactly in those words, but something to that effect. No. Lying to everyone <laughs> for the better part of a year is what will make the game look rough. The fact that you have spent the better part of that year hyping the absolute shit out of a game that you have delivered nothing on is part of the reason it will look rough. He has created the noose to hang himself with. And like he what he has done. He makes a side comment of, I don't want to make any promises. And Colin cuts him off saying, it is my personal opinion that you should not make any more promises. No, <laughs> not at all. He should. He, I forgot that this was a thing. And that's what he should have been done. The fact that he keeps like coming out to stab himself is insane. Like, I understand that Sony may have gotten got. At the same, you know, they may have been tricked in on this as much as anybody else. Really, they might have. Well, that was the other thing they talk about. They 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 talk about what piqued Sony's interest to begin with, and he's like, you know, when you did uh, in the report with Jason Schreier, you stated that it was after a failed uh, Kickstarter that Sony seemed interested. He's like, I never said that. I'm like, and uh, Colin was like, well. That's what the quote is in this in this article. Like it says that this is what you said. He's like, oh no, I never said that. <laughs> so it's it's very hard to know what's going on. Hi, Simon Karaman. How are you doing, uh, Ryan? Uh, host of for the players podcast. Um, I'm no expert, um, but shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. There's o the only time that you need to speak from now on, Mister Karaman is, uh, look, I'm respectfully calling Mr. Hikarima, uh, is the only reason that you need to speak is to either reveal the game or to admit that you fucked up. Admit. Like, it, it, it just even if it's simple as, look, I, I am way over my head. I made checks I couldn't cash and I'm so sorry. Either you do that, you deliver, or you shut the fuck up. Until then, fuck off. You are wasting your time. You are wasting everybody's time. Fuck off. Yours truly, 
this guy. Apparently, there is a game coming out this week, Max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, upcoming titles this week. Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition, coming to PlayStation 4 on April 7th. Uh, I'm pretty sure MLB The Show drops. It does, fifth. In like, in like a couple of days. Two days. But I'm fairly sure it was in last week's list. Yeah, so, we did. Yeah, so it, if you classic, did... Classic me. Um... Uh, reading ahead. Yeah, so if you did get, if you got the big fancy pack edition, you get it uh, three days early, four days early. So you got it, you would have got it on the first of April. Where for all you other plebs, you get it on the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, so PlayStation Australia not giving us any of those top ten lists for whatever reason because it's don't fucking care anymore. It seems. Um, yeah, that does bring us to the end of the show. So thank you everyone for joining us once again. Uh, very quick one this week. Only one, like only two, one real big bit of news. And yeah, it was just like super Sony heavy and then just a bunch of little bits that didn't really have too much to sink your teeth into. Yeah, but that's all right though. Anyway, thank you so much for your time. Hope you all enjoyed, enjoyed it the best you could. And uh, if you too want to tell Hassan Karaman to fuck off, uh, make sure to let me know. Max, what? Are, where can they find us to also shit on Hassan Karaman? <laughs> Well, everyone, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join us in future conversations, you can. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter, all of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record the show live, you can jump in the chat, and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to uh, give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise top across the contest shop. You can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Or you help support the shows that helps the brands help support us, including Manscaped at au.manscaped.com slash, uh, uh, nope, just, that one and then just go use the promo code FTP save yourself 20% off and uh, get free worldwide shipping uh, but until next week I'm Ryan Betson I'm Max Cooper and that was for the players uh. <laughs>